This is Michael, you're listening to Models of Masters, and I'm so grateful you're here. I'm breaking down personal stories, learned wisdom, and pieces of insight I hope can help you along your journey. Head over to my website, michaelbecker.org, for much more. And with that, let's get right into the show. Having your own book is becoming an almost non-negotiable if you want to be considered as a top thought leader in your industry. In the same way that pretty much all entrepreneurs and innovators were forced to get on Twitter when it came out, and then Instagram, and of course to have their own website, books are making a resurgence as a potentially huge avenue to break through this now oversaturated online ecosystem by giving your audience something they can hold in their hand. A book is also a residual value-adding evergreen asset that you can use in more ways than one. You can use it top of funnel to attract new audiences and prove why anyone should listen to you. You could use it with existing clients to actually create better, more informed customers. You can use it to parlay into speaking gigs. You can use it to begin to cement your legacy overall. And as you start to build up your library of published work, it starts to create that that's where legacy and impact really start to, to be created. More and more leaders, coaches, and entrepreneurs, I think, are realizing this and starting to tap in to the potential that having their own book can have when it comes to generating trust and building credibility. And I believe that having your own book is, like I said, becoming a non-negotiable piece of the personal branding revolution. I brought in Michael DeLeon, who runs Paperback Expert, which is an agency that helps business owners publish a book to position themselves as the expert in their field. In this interview, we're going to get into why becoming a published author matters, how his team works in terms of extracting insights from the authors they work with, plus the typical costs that you would be looking at to hire an agency to write your manuscript for you. We begin this conversation by exploring the value that adding a book to your repertoire can have on the way that you're perceived in your market. My first question for you, Michael, is really around the value of creating a book to supplement um, what we might be doing as creators or entrepreneurs online. So just talk quickly about the value that adding a book brings to the table for for a creator. Yeah, great question. Um, Really, the value comes in in the credibility that it brings. In, In our culture, experts have books. Okay. You look at Tony Robbins, Seth Godin, you you name it, they have a book. And what it does is marketing effects take place in the mind. It's how your audience thinks about who you are. And yeah. when you say, I'm an author of your book, it immediately changes how they perceive you and it separates you from everybody else. So that's the that's the real value. Yeah, I, I've, you know, I think the, the world has gone so digital being able to to have a a physical asset that can also be digital that you can sort of add to your repertoire where consumers audiences clients can you know dig in physically and actually have you or an extension of you in their hands where it's literally your deepest best insights um there's something that's I, f- I feel very visceral and real about that in this world that has become very, very digital. Yeah, well, very much so because when when, I mean, when you mail a copy of your book to somebody and they touch it, they feel it, they open it, they highlight it, they dog ear it, they, they it's a resource. And y- you know, Michael, it, it is sacrilegious to throw a book away. 
And so once somebody has this, we move it from house to house and office to office. It becomes a resource. I don't know how many eBooks you have on your computer. I have dozens. Does. I, just, I just don't know where they are, right? Yeah. And, and I, once I read them, and I, they're gone. This is a resource. <laughs> so there's, there is a huge value in mailing your book, handing your book, signing a copy of your book to somebody. They'll never throw it away. Facts. I mean, there's something about holding a book in your hand for me that is magical. And um, a lot of people like myself see it as a point of pride to 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 look at and, and have a book collection. Anyways. You know, well, it is. And the point, the other aspect is, I mean, it takes a lot of work to create this in physical yeah. form, right? It's a lot easier to create an ebook or a PDF or a Legion magnet. Those are all well and good. They don't have the same status in the mind of the audience as a author. There's just a difference that happens. And that's what you're trying to do in marketing is separate yourself and communicate. And when you look at the marketing that's done digital or otherwise, rare is the day that somebody actually shares with you their story, their journey that you can bond with them. That's exactly what you should be doing in the pages of your book. Because when I'm reading your book, I'm having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with you and I'm hearing your story and I'm getting to know you because at the end of the day, Michael, people buy you more than what you do. Yes. Yeah. And, and what you can offer them really. Um, so I want to switch gears. So talk about how you can create your own book without writing a word. Yeah. Well, I, I love that because I'm a book publisher at heart, right? But I tell people never write a book because what's going to happen is you're going to open up your computer, you're going to stare at a blank screen and you're not not, not going to know what to do, how to get it there. And then the next step, if you have an outline, you're going to start typing and then you're going to type two or three sentences and you're going to say, oh, no, that's not what I want. And you backspace, 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 right? It's self-editing that, that just drives you nuts and, and really stops most people from ever getting it done. So how do you create a book without writing a word? You speak to write your book. Okay. So our process, right? We bring, we bring a writer to the table and assign a writer to you and they interview you, they have conversations and you're talking your book, you're speaking the content. We record it, the writer takes your words and then they write your book because they're experts at that. If you don't use a company like me, then use Microsoft Word or Google Docs. They all have this dictate function, build an outline and then click dictate and start talking to your computer and it will, it will transcribe your words. And so you'll be able to get your thoughts out of your head onto paper and your book is now 60, 70% done. Now you can go back and edit it, but you're not writing. There's a, there's a distinct difference. So it's faster, it's easier, plus your book will sound like you when you speak it versus when you type it out because you're you're going to use the same phrases so either do it yourself or, or or take your computer and have a friend ask you questions much like you and i are doing right now and and just answer the questions but have your computer transcribing it as you're talking and, and there your content is out now you can go back and massage it or hire an editor is usually what i tell people to do yeah you're not an expert at writing don't spend your time there invest your time with clients generating revenue hire somebody else who's really good at that aspect of it so all the all the uh the books and the authors that you know you see listed on their on their title page by their name with 
so-and-so is that basically what they've done in those situations i think so yeah many times they've got they've got somebody with them who's the writer aspect now in in our books we never put our names on it or anything else it's it's you and your content we're just in the background doing it but yeah i mean tony robbins i don't think he probably hasn't written a book for years but he speaks all of his content and somebody grabs that and does all of the work it is his book it's his content who says you have to sit down and type it out for it to be your book no, you're a thought leader. These are your thoughts in book form, just like you have thoughts in podcast form or written form. That's all it is. People get too hung up on, well, I have to write every word because my name's on it. No, it's your thoughts. You're communicating through the written word. You're just hiring somebody who's better at that than you are. Yeah. Frankly, while while you should be and, and can be doing more, more valued additive you know, tasks building without question, without question. Yeah. Yeah. Are is the the editing process is that pretty standard with each individual or just in general? Do people like to take different approaches working with their editor in terms of how hands on they want to be and um, like in, in reviewing the manuscript? Does that differ or is that very standard? It's, it's pretty standard. I mean, most most of our clients are busy entrepreneurs, right? And they always read their book and give the approval of the content. But we tell them, don't, don't, don't get too involved in the editing. Don't tell us where the comma should go. Don't tell us what syntax to use. That's the writer's job. What I'm looking for is, does this sound like you? Does it communicate your personality, your methodology, your system? Is this you? And because our writer works with them for so long through the process, I mean, week after week of getting the the content for the book, the outline and speaking, our writers know what you should sound like. So when they when they craft your words, it ends up sounding like you. And yeah. so the, the editors then come in and, and do all the nitty gritty work uh, because my clients aren't they're, they're not English majors, right? They're attorneys, they're financial advisors, they're speakers. That's our job is to make sure it, it they sound great in print. And then I assume before it goes to publish, the author would read through the book to confirm and make sure everything sounds oh, yeah. good. Oh yeah, yeah. They and they we usually do it a chapter at a time. Okay. So I got kind of a two-part question for you. Sure. Number one, can you get rich writing a book without being on the level of a Tony Robbins? Um, and if if so, how 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 patient do you have to be to to sort of allow that process to play out yeah sure absolutely you'll never get rich selling your book on amazon okay that's not the point you're on amazon and kindle for credibility you're going to generate wealth and revenue by gaining new clients so it's not like you're going to become a published author and you're the next stephen king no 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 it's that you're in a competitive environment and you're looking for a way to separate yourself from your competitors so now you're an author number two you have you now have a piece a marketing asset that you can put in somebody's hand. They can read about you. They can get to know you so they can take the next step in your process. It's going to shorten your sales cycle because people are going to show up on your Zoom calls and your meetings already knowing who you are, what you do, how you can help them with specific questions about their situation. And they're going to be preconditioned to work with you because they know, like, and trust you because they've read your book. So it shortens your sales cycle. It allows you to attract ideal clients and a book is the best way I know of to gain referrals from happy, satisfied clients. So that's how you generate wealth as an author in business, not by selling it on Amazon. Got it. Got it. Cool. 
just in in general i guess kind of like a, a ballpark range here what should people be looking at when making an investment similar to you know having a book written for them? yeah if, if you're looking at a custom book and we, we look at custom books about 150 pages okay so it's not a it's not a brochure but it's not war and peace either so about 150 pages you're looking somewhere in the 18,000 to 36,000 dollar range depending on what you're wanting to to really have at the end of the day do you, do you want to be an amazon best-selling author okay well add, add a few dollars do you want a podcast to coincide with your book where you're talking about the content in your book and and now you have another platform to create revenue okay there's a, so it just depends on what each client wants but as a general rule, eighteen to thirty-six thousand will get you a great quality custom book that's yours with your positioning, your content. Got it. Got it. Uh, I know I'm jumping around a little bit here. I just had another question that popped into my mind, and this is maybe getting too in the weeds, um, but as as far as like stats and graphs and charts and outlining like visual processes go, is that something that you guys are, are you trying to? dig into the to the uh, clients your clients mind to pull those out and then are you creating those like with your design and editing team or is that like how does that whole process work in addition to the writing of the thing? sure yeah um, most of the time if there are graphics we, i mean we obviously have standard libraries that we can use if a client has a specific process most of the time they already have a graphic of that that they share with clients we can insert that into the book and then if if that's not the case and and through the process, we realize there needs to be some kind of a, of a graphic created. Then we definitely have the team that can do that. And and we, we look at graphics and images to really enhance what is is being said, right? So it's got to make sense. Uh, but yeah, we can we definitely have the people who can make that happen. Most of the time, they come, the clients come to the table with those assets already in place, and we just insert them in the right places. Have you ever had a client that wanted to create a more design-heavy book, something that was shorter in terms of words or count, but that was focused more on like a creative angle? I had you know? yeah, We had one client come to us with that idea, and we decided we were not a good fit. That's, that's mm. not our strength, and they were better served somewhere else. Uh, we did have a client come to us and wanted um, um, hand-drawn graphics, and he needed he needed about twenty of them, and he knew he knew what he wanted, so he could kind of sketch them out. And we actually hired some, an, a, an artist to take his renditions and make these hand-drawn things, so we can do things like that. But uh, we we've learned over time, Michael, where our sweet spot is and what we are really good at, and we try to stay there. So we are happy to tell a, a prospect. Yeah, that's that is not in either of our best interests. I, I had somebody come to me early on wanting to do a cookbook, big, you know, pictures of steak and things, and and I said that's a phenomenal idea. I'm not your guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't do cookbooks, right? And so I'm happy to tell people I'm not your guy, and I can refer you to some other people who do things like that, uh, because I, I just learned a long time ago I, I need to stick with where I'm I'm best. And then going off of that, is there any case studies? Um, that you are particularly proud of or excited about that you've seen come to fruition lately? Sure. How many? How, how long is the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we've got all kinds. You know, I've got I've got financial advisors who who've you know 40x their business because of their book, using it in their marketing. I've got you know one one of the things that we always camp on is 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 starting with your clear message cuz Michael that's where i find most business owners just really suffer is they have a bland message that says nothing and they sound like all of their competitors so i call them a copy bean 
because coffee beans look the same and sound and smell the same, right? In marketing, if your message, if you look like and sound like your competitors, you're a coffee bean. You don't give me any reason. So we always start with a clear crystal message that separates you from your competitors. And that, that story comes from within you. So we dig it out. We discover it. And, and one of my favorites one is, is a guy who was a coffee bean. He was in a commodity business. He was a home inspector. Okay. It doesn't get more commodity than that. Really. And we found out through, through our process that on nights and weekends, he's a high school football referee. And he lit up when he told me that. He's like, oh, I love this. And there are so many similarities between refereeing and home inspecting because they have rules and they have flags and they have the. And I said, really? And so we we took him, got his story, created his book. It's the official guide to home inspections. The official guy, because he's a, an official, right? And we branded him as Chris Perry, America's home inspection referee. Wow. Now. Do you think he has a competitive advantage in his marketplace? When he goes into all the realtor shops, you know, to gain clients, he walks in with his uniform on and copies of his book. When he inspects your house and he finds something wrong with it, he puts a yellow flag there, right? It all ties together and it separates him. Do you think, Michael, he can charge more for his home inspections than all of his other competitors? Say yes. 100%. That's what we do with our clients is we position them uniquely. Now, I did not create that branding. I discovered it and I connected the dots. He had never seen that connection before. We connected the dots. We positioned him uniquely. We created his book, made him an Amazon bestselling author, taught him our systems. His business is growing. That is what sets us apart in our market because I'm not just a book publisher. I'm a marketing strategist i understand branding and messaging and marketing and how it all fits together that's what we bring to the table for our clients so that we can radically help you grow your business year after year after year that is that is beautiful and i think a a great note to end on Um, my last question for you michael is where can people go to connect with you and learn more about what you guys do great question paperbackexpert.com is our website. It's the hub and central aspect of everything that we do. You can find out about our process. You can connect with me, paperbackexpert.com. Beautiful. Hey guys, if you found value in this episode, it would mean the world to me if you share it with a friend and on social media and be sure to tag me so that I can repost. And please rate and review as everything helps so that I can get this knowledge to as many people as humanly possible. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. My book, Content Capitalist, is on sale now. Grab your copy by visiting my website or tapping the link in the episode description. I also just released the online learning portal, which expands on what I shared in the book. This includes four hours of edited, captioned video tutorials and trainings, plus dozens of downloadables and templates. Between the book and the e-academy, you're going to be equipped to literally blow your revenue targets out of the water and eviscerate your competition this year, all by putting content at the core. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, comment, and share all the things. And hit me up on LinkedIn if you'd like to connect. I am here to serve you. And that's it. I will see you in the next episode.